0: Hi, and welcome to the Unapologetically You podcast, your podcast for inspiration, inner peace, and allowing you to be you. I'm your host, Claire Cockle, and it's an absolute pleasure to have you join me here today. If you haven't done already, be sure to hit the subscribe button. This means that you'll be the first to know as soon as any new episode launches. And if you love the podcast or any episode, head over and leave a review on iTunes or the Apple podcast app. It'd be so appreciated. And it helps us to spread the word of the podcast and help others in their journey to becoming their unapologetic self. We're here today for episode 19, eight ways to lift your mood and get your positive energy back on track. Hello, hello, and a happy new year. So, we're here now, 2022, and welcome back to the Unapologetically You podcast. So excited to be back, and I wanted to start today's by welcoming you to 2022 and a happy new year, and also coming back to ways that we can lift our mood. So, if we're feeling in a bit of a funk, if we're Having that little dip that can be quite natural sometimes as we head into those winter months and we're kind of coming towards the end of January after such a busy festive season. Completely natural. That It's a great way to reconnect to ourselves. And I wanted to bring my top eight ways to lift that mood and to help get us out of that funk. Sometimes we all just need that little reminder to help us get back on track. So let's dig in. My first way to help lift the mood is gratitude. And this one probably won't come as a surprise to you. Obviously, incredibly popular when we think of how to shift the mindset. And this was the biggest reason why I did the Gratitude Greatness workshop online in January. Because the power we can get from gratitude, from having a daily gratitude practice and focusing on those things that we feel grateful for. There's so much power in it, and there's so much that can really shift our mood and our energy. So this is about having a daily gratitude practice, and this is something you can start today. You can start right now. You can start as soon as you finish listening to the podcast, or even just simply to start by taking a moment now to to think of three things that you're grateful for, to see what pops into your mind, see what comes to you those first things. But by creating that habit and creating that ritual and routine of having a daily gratitude practice, as I say, there's so much power in it in starting to shift our thinking and our mood. I always find it good to do a gratitude practice at the end of each day and to consider over the day that's just passed and to consider... Anything in that day that I'm grateful for. So ideally three to five things. Just the smallest things from that day that I've just lived of what I'm grateful for. I do mine of an evening, but the most important thing is that you can do it at a time that is going to suit you. If, for example, the evening doesn't work, then your gratitude practice potentially might not happen because that time doesn't suit you. So it could be easy for the routine to then slip. So if the morning's better for you, then start that of of a morning. Start a gratitude practice of the morning and just consider what you're grateful for that day. Anything that you're grateful for for the day that's just passed or anything that you're grateful for in the day coming up as well. So that day that you're just about to have the day ahead of you. And it's remembering the simple little things, the tiniest things that you can be grateful for. One example that I often give is a cup of tea. I had that in the past where I sat down and was considering my gratitude for the day and I was struggling what to think of. And in the end, I took a sip of my tea and really kind of appreciated that cup of tea, that taste. And that's something that I probably wouldn't have noticed if it hadn't been for me sitting down and doing my gratitude practice. And that's the whole point in gratitude is we start to notice more things. We start to notice more things that we're grateful for. In Each day, because we're creating that habit to sit down and look for things that we're grateful for, we naturally start to, in each day, see more things that we're grateful for. We've almost planted a seed, so we're almost seeing more things that we can put down when we come to our gratitude later that day or the next day. There's so much power in that because that then starts to shift our thinking a bit more and starts to bring those positive thoughts and that that gratitude into our subconscious thoughts as well we start to subconsciously start to see more things that we can appreciate around us as i say there's so much power in that so starting a gratitude practice is one of my my kind of biggest all-time tips so if you can do that and start to create a habit of that there's you know there's a big shift that can come with that and also to be grateful towards others around you Even if it's sending a little message or a little note to someone that you care about, just to say thank you to them, just to say how grateful you are to them, it's really surprising how much it can lift our own mood by giving some words of love and care and kindness to someone else. So share that gratitude with someone else around you and see how that can have an impact on your own kind of positive mood and your own energy as well. Number two is to watch your thoughts. So this comes closely for me with the gratitude. Obviously, the gratitude can help shift our thinking and help us to consider more positive things and more things that we're grateful for in life. And to start to watch our thoughts as well, to start to notice the thoughts that pop in and to have that understanding that just because we think it, that's not to say it's true, can be a huge shift in our thinking, and in our mindset and really support our our energy and our mood. So it's watching our thoughts and to start to give kindness and compassion to yourself. So if any thoughts pop in and you notice they're not supporting you is to give that kindness and compassion and understanding to yourself, accepting that that's not to say it's true and then thinking, how can I shift this thought And also potentially understanding where that thought came from as well. And once we have more of that understanding of ourselves and our thoughts, then we really can start to push them them by and shift them into those thoughts that are going to really help us and those thoughts that encourage us and our truth. Knowing that we can achieve things, reminding ourselves and reminding yourself that everything is temporary. So the lower mood that you're having... Just seeing that as temporary, don't don't be hard on yourself thinking I'm stuck here, I can't move from this place. Remind yourself that it's temporary. Every week is a new week, every day is a new day, every moment is a new moment. And we can use that to help press the reset, we can use that to help shift our thinking. It can be helpful to think, okay, what do I choose in this next moment? What do I choose tomorrow? What do I choose next week? And I know for me that helps me let go of a niggling thought or doubt or negative self-belief and helps me feel a bit lighter. After all, when it comes to our thoughts and our mind, it's said that only 5% of our thoughts are conscious thoughts and 95% of our thoughts are subconscious thoughts. So we can see how having the practice of gratitude and starting to be more aware of our thoughts that come in and how we're treating ourselves, we can see that by consciously starting to do that in the 5% of those those thoughts that we are aware of, how that then is going to start to seep into those 95% of subconscious thoughts, how that's then going to seep into that 95% of subconscious ways that we treat ourselves and the way we feel about ourselves so two of my biggest ones are watching our thoughts and gratitude as well my third way that can help to lift your mood is something to consider if you feel like this might be beneficial to you is to consider a potential digital detox or to consider how you find you're using your time And to consider if you find that you are scrolling social media quite a bit and with that if you find that you are comparing yourself because that can be something that we can so easily do. We can find that when we're having a bit of a dip in energy and mood that we notice that we're focusing quite a bit on social media and almost getting lost in the the news feeds of social media beginning to have that comparison and to believe what we see which is everyone having these lovely moments around us as we all know social media doesn't share everything in everyone's lives so we get to see the the positive summary the the happy moments the cheerful moments that people want to share generally so consider whether a either a digital detox a little break from social media could benefit you or even if it is just watching the time that you spend. So setting time limits on the time that you do spend on social media and therefore consider what else you could do within that time that you were scrolling on social media. And there's a few things that we can come to in a moment as well. Number four is of course going to be to meditate and simply breathe, to have, to use supportive and beneficial breathing exercises and to take those moments out for your meditation practice just by having even five to ten minutes out just to quieten down the mind to slow down the body and to have that space for yourself to have that time for meditation and breath and that focus can again have that really big shift it can allow in some clarity allowing a peaceful, calm feeling, and really help to shift and change your energy. If you can, if you're not driving or anything, if you're somewhere where you can just close your eyes for a minute and breathe, then just do that. Just close down your eyes. If you are obviously driving or anything, you can always come back to this and and take a moment with it later on. So just closing down your eyes and just taking a nice, big, deep breath in. Breathing in all the way to the top for you, holding that breath at the top, and then slowly letting that go. Again, a nice big deep breath in, breathing in all the way to the top for you, holding that breath at the top, and then slowly letting that go. And just once more, biggest breath so far for today, all the way to the top, holding that breath at the top, and then slowly letting that go. And then just with your breathing back in its natural relaxed rhythm, no need to change the breathing now at all. Just noticing that natural, relaxed rhythm of the breath. And each time you breathe in, breathe in that peaceful feeling. Finding that peace within you that's always there. And allowing that peaceful feeling to grow. Allowing that peaceful feeling to expand flow throughout your entire body. Just notice how your breathing feels. Allowing your body and mind to soften and relax. That's good. And whenever you're ready. Just opening back up the eyes, just returning to this moment and just notice how that feels. Notice how just literally a moment out just to focus on your breathing, just to focus on that peaceful feeling can really just bring that calm to your mind and to your body. If this is something you often don't find that you get to do in each day, then one thing I recommend that can be quite useful is to set a little alarm to go off. You know, set an alarm to go off, say for example, three times a day. And when that alarm goes off, just take literally a moment to close your eyes and take a few deep breaths and focus on that peaceful feeling. Just allowing that to come into you, allowing that to flow to you. And really start to notice the difference that that can make, the difference your body can feel by... Slowing it down by easing the, the energy, the breath and also how your mind can feel by just taking a moment to just let go, to clear the mind and to focus on welcoming that peaceful feeling. Number five is to nurture yourself. A really important one, a really good practice of self-love and self-care is to take those moments to nurture yourself. To start to understand yourself more and to know what works for you and to know what suits you. So for me, taking myself out on a walk can really help to clear my mind and allow me to have clarity and understanding. But for you, it might be having a nice bath and just soaking in the bath for a little while. Other things I find supportive are exactly like this. It's taking that time to listen to a podcast so appreciate yourself for taking the time to listen to podcasts and music and meditations again something we don't easily allow ourselves to do we can be quite hard on ourselves is to have that rest we often feel like we need to constantly be busy there's lots of things to do and you know it can be so easy i know i've done it so many times in the past to think I'm feeling quite stressed, there's lots of things to do, I don't have enough time to stop. But actually I've learned so much over the years that by taking that time to stop, to have a little rest, to allow that space and that calm, whether it be for a meditation, for taking myself out on a walk, firstly my energy shifts so much, I just feel so much lighter, so much clearer, but also I'm more productive. One of my favourite quotes is, you can't pour from an empty cup. So we really do have to look after ourselves as well to be able to be in the best place, to be able to support those around us and to be able to be the best person and the best version of ourselves to give to everyone else around us and to enhance those relationships and those connections and the communication because we've looked after ourselves to ensure that we're in the best headspace and energy for ourselves as well so really do be kind to yourself and if you need a rest if you need a moment if you need to do something for your own self-care then be sure to take that little time out and don't be hard on yourself know that it's beneficial in the long run Know that you will be more productive and clearer and calmer and be able to give so much more and understand so much more about yourself. I recently just had a couple of nights away with a friend. Some of you may know Alex, who is my right-hand gal for retreats and some of the mindset sessions that we do. We took ourselves away for two nights and took ourselves to a retreat centre and the benefit by just having that time out to not need to focus on a lot else other than what classes or workshops we were going to do that day and where we were going to spend our time relaxing and just to have that time to enjoy maybe a treatment or some fresh food for lunch. It was just a great little reset in energy and clarity at this time of year so Sort of three weeks into January 2022, it was a perfect time to just give ourselves that little bit of t- chance to stop, to regroup, to reconnect with ourselves, and know that it was going to really help us in our next steps forward. And that might maybe something that you may not be able to do right now, but how could you almost create that little chance or that time for a little retreat for yourself? Even if it's simply getting up a little bit earlier in the morning, lighting a candle, enjoying your tea and taking a moment for yourself. There's always little ways that we can introduce little practices into our day to have that moment of self-care, that time out and that little reset and restoration for our energy. Number six is to plan something to look forward to. And again this can be as small or big as you want it to be. It could be a lunch date with a friend, catch up with a friend, it could be a holiday or it could be something as simple as taking yourself for a coffee or going to your favorite place for a walk or to chill out. So have a little moment to brainstorm and think of what things you enjoy doing Think of the things that you could put in your diary to have something to look forward to. And then start to have a look through your diary and when you can plan these things in. It can be really nice to have some things in our diary that we can look forward to coming up. Number seven is to visualize. This is of course going to be another powerful one for me, being a hypnotherapist. The power of visualisation can be so incredible for a shift in our mindset, mood and energy. So perhaps taking a moment to visualise something that you do have coming up, something that you've got to look forward to, just closing your eyes and taking a moment to visualise that going well and you're enjoying it, really feeling into that moment and that moment ahead. Or perhaps you want to visualise a really happy memory that you loved in the past, taking yourself back there and just feeling that moment and feeling the the happiness and the peace and the calm that you felt in that moment and really feel how that felt, feel how that energy felt, feel how you felt, feel how you felt in your body in your mind and really take yourself again back to that headspace to really kind of Feel into that moment, really lean into it and just visualise that that situation, that memory. Notice the difference that that can make, notice how you feel after that visualisation. Another really powerful visualisation is to visualise your future, visualising and connecting with your future self. And again, the future on how you'd like to feel, how you'd like life to be... And just really visualizing into that. And notice how motivating and inspiring that can be, how much that can lift your energy, remind you of your why, and keep you on track. And lastly, number eight is to speak to someone that you love or care about, to have a conversation with them and share how you're feeling. Firstly, it can can be good to remind ourselves that we're not alone, that everyone experiences these things. When we have those conversations, it can open up and improve the connections and relationships in our lives because we're allowing that vulnerability and that openness. And also it's good to have that support around us as well. If you don't feel comfortable speaking to, to someone you love or someone in your life, You can of course speak to a professional, someone that's going to support you in getting back on track and focusing on the things that you feel you need to focus on. Otherwise perhaps it would really help you to journal and to grab a notepad and pen and just to blast out your thoughts onto the paper. If it's something that you want to keep private and something you don't feel ready to share, then get in that pen and that paper and just to see what comes out in your journal, to see just allow everything to flow out, firstly it can be a really good release, if it feels like something that you don't want to keep hold of, then you can burn the paper afterwards and let it go and feel that release from you, but also you can allow a shift by getting out the thoughts and then asking yourself how you can improve that. What's going to support you in changing the way that you feel, in having a shift in the way that you feel? Often we have our answers there within us, but we don't take that time to connect and to allow that to come through. So allow the power in yourself and the strength in yourself to, to connect back and just ask yourself, what do you need in this moment? And see what comes to you. What's going to support you right now? And again, seeing what flows in. So there we have it. My top eight ways to lift your mood and to get that positive energy back on track. I hope that's really helped you today and you found some beneficial nuggets from the things that I've shared. As always, feel free to reach out if you have any questions. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on the main things that you took away from today's episode. Those things that really helped you to shift your mood today or for this week or this month or going forwards. Sending you lots of love as always. And I hope that 2022 is going to be a wonderful year for you ahead.